Welcome to the Babbling Banter Podcast with me, Cole Manning. You are probably asking yourself, what's all this babbling banter going to be all about? Well, throughout this podcast, I'll be sitting down with my peers to hear their stories and also banter about hot topics affecting our personal and professional lives and beyond. Please enjoy, and even if you don't, please hit subscribe. On this episode of the Babbling Banter Podcast, I sit down with my friend Jeremy to discuss the 30 for 30 documentary, Lance, which is about the American pro cyclist, Lance Armstrong. Throughout this podcast, we dive into why his fans have such a love-hate relationship with him while watching him beat cancer, win seven straight Tour de France titles, all while using performance-enhancing drugs and not caring what friends he lost along the way. All right, what's up, Jeremy? What's up, Cole? How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well, man. We just both got off work, so that's cool. Um, so the reason I wanted to bring you on was uh, you hit me up, uh, I think it was last week, and you said, hey, have you checked out the new Lance Armstrong documentary, Lance? Yep. 30 for 30. And so um, I do love to bike, uh, so I uh, uh, I checked it out this weekend, Um and it was sick. It's probably the, like I told you, I think it was probably, I mean, at least top three favorite, um, 30 for 30 sports documentary, um, probably after maybe the, uh, the bad boy, bad boy Pistons. And then actually it's funny. Uh, the, uh, I think it was called King's ransom. I think is what it was. 30 for 30 is about Wayne Gretzky. And he got, uh, traded from the Oilers to the kinks okay. he was the best player in the nfl but yeah. anyway so nhl nhl thank you and so um but this uh this this is close this might be the best one um so i just wanted to uh, kind of get your take on it and what did what did you think overall of the of the documentary itself i mean it's it's a fascinating story mm-hmm. like he's a guy who did so much good and so much bad you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. to try and form like a coherent opinion of all of it is like a mind fuck like yep. on one hand like what he did to advance the fight against cancer was like incredible right like who didn't have a live strong bracelet back in the day right it like just raised so much money and i think he was like a big like symbol of hope to people a big inspiration like mm-hmm. if you're battling cancer and you see this guy like had this horrible cancer that metastasized to his entire body like no way he should have lived right. like odds couldn't be more stacked against him but he overcame it, and then he goes on to win seven Tour de France's. Yep, one of the most grueling, um, you know, athletic like competitions a yep. person can do. Like yep. you can't write that; it's just insane. So I'm sure you look at that and you're like, you know what? Like maybe I can beat this thing. Then on yeah. the other hand, like all the lies and all the people he fucked over. It's like, what do you make of all of it? You know, right. Um, I will tell you though, uh, I still think, um, I still think he should be celebrated to be honest with you. Um, but I did think he was an asshole. So I think he's an asshole. Um, I think the big issue was that, uh, just to kind of give a, give a little background and help me if I miss anything, but just kind of an overview. So, uh, Lance Armstrong, an American cyclist, um, compete in in hundreds of thousands of races um but most notably won seven tour de france's um 
and they're, they're all in a row. Today. And they're all in a row. Yeah. They're right in a row. It was seven out of, I believe, 11 years that he competed. So, or not competed, but it was like from the time he won his first one. No, I think it wasn't 11 of, I think it was, I don't know. I think it was 11. And he came back for one year, like after, after yes. taking like a year off or whatever. And he got third. Yeah. And he was pissed. Yeah. 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 You know, he yeah. was so pissed. But anyway, so, um, and then he, so then there was kind of a lot of controversy, controversy, um, around cyclists, just in general, people were getting caught left and right for cheating. Um, it was, well, everybody was everybody, doing it. Every, like, everyone it was, just, was, it was, it was par for the course. Everyone was doing it. So they, I guess they, I was listening to this, um, actually I was listening to a, a podcast this weekend after I watched it and there's this doctor from New York. And of course I can't remember his name, but he, he said that, I mean, everybody, everybody was on it yeah. and it was about a, they said it was about a 10% boost. So anyway, so he cheated and, um, the, by the way, he, the way that he cheated or cyclists were cheating and kind of was given the sport kind of, uh, um, a bad reputation. Uh, they would take steroids, testosterone boosters. Um, they were, um, injecting themselves with, um, EPO, EPO, which yeah. is essentially red blood cells, right. That helps produce the help them produce more oxygen. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. Like it, it helps your body produce more red blood cells. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So the one thing I was confused on is, um, you know how they said he does, he did, um, so he do blood transfusions. So, which would help him get more red blood cells as well. Is that the, is that the R, RPO? Uh, I think so. Is it? I, I didn't know, know if those I'm, were, two, that was something I'm not I was positive. I was, I was confused, but anyway, so, um, American cyclist won seven, uh, tour de France's and it's the most ever. Um, and he walked away, he walked yeah. away after winning his seventh one, he was done. And if he wouldn't have come back we probably wouldn't even be having this podcast about him in this sense with this documentary. Yeah. And who knows, you know, who knows what he'd be doing. I think he'd still be like really famous and, um, you know, still involved with all the, the cancer yeah. stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Like who knows how right. it could have gone if right. he just didn't come back for a year. It's kind of out of nowhere. Right. And so, uh, to give more background, it was, um, he had uh, testicular cancer, right? Yeah. And then he came back from it. Well, and it, and it wasn't, I mean, it was, t t that's where it started. Yeah. And then it metastasized to like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like they showed pictures of him in the documentary where they'd cut into his skull because he had tumors in his brain. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it was all throughout his body and the doctors basically gave him no chance to live and somehow he beat it. Yeah, I think they said in the documentary was like the doctor himself was like, Yeah, I said ten to twenty percent just to make him feel like he had hope, essentially. Yeah. And he came back. And then yeah. he won he won seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean Francis. it's 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 just he has that like psycho competitive drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yep. So um what I really want to know from you is um do you think he should be celebrated? How do you think he should be perceived? That's a really good question and a, and a hard one to answer. Um, like I said, he did so much good and so much bad. I don't think we should ignore the good. I mean, take off, take away the off off the track or off the road uh, issues, right? Just yeah. pure. He won seven Tour de France's while taking uh, uh, performance enhancers. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was he was taking performance enhancers, but everyone else was too. So I don't even really like factor that in. Like that mm-hmm. was just par for the course. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. So that's a crazy achievement. I mean, the yep. Tour de France. It's like a three week long bike ride, and it's yep. just a grueling, grueling competition. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's an incredible athletic achievement, even with doping. I mean, everyone is doing it. So. Yeah, and I think that's the problem, right? So we can because that we we think everyone was doing it, and I do believe it, but we think that everyone was doing it because that's what everyone told said, right? Yeah. But I think the problem is is we don't have any hard like if we had hard proof that everyone really was doing it, you know, I think that would be a different story. So then he'd be like, Well, he's just like you said, par for the course. And they, I think they said it gave a, a 10% boost. Yeah. Well, and I even heard a doctor argue that like, it was kind of good. They did that because mm-hmm. like a bike race that long is like horrible for your body. Like you're going to lose bone density. You're mm-hmm. going to lose muscle and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of other bad things. So having something to like kind of strengthen you actually like makes that less of an impact. Right. Yep kind of boost your tolerance level yeah yep because a lot of it a lot of it when it comes i guess any sport but specifically to this it's uh re- you know being able to recover yeah right um and how is it is it for is it 14 days how long is the actual- it's three weeks the tour de france oh wow yeah three weeks of just yep i think it's just continuous riding every day yep. you know, I, don't, I don't know how many hours they're going each day but it's some crazy number of miles. I, wind- I, I wish I remember the number. I thought it was 100 miles a day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was 100 miles a day. Just fucking nuts. Oh, bonkers. Yeah. Um, I think, I think he, like I said previously, I think he should be celebrated. This is what I have. And I have this issue with a lot of other athletes, right? So um, I think he was the hardest worker in the room. Um, I think you take everyone off of the drugs and everyone's on the quote unquote, even playing field, even though they all were taking the drugs. I think he still probably wins. Maybe he doesn't win. Maybe he doesn't win seven, but I still think he wins. And I think he's still, you know, arguably the the greatest. You can't can't credit his achievement to the drugs that everyone else is also taking, you know, right. That's a common denominator. Yep. And even if he was the only one, let's just say, I bet he's the only one taking it, right? He still worked harder than everybody else. Like, I mean, just it's it's just instilled in some. Like, some people just have it. They they just have it. The Kobe Bryant's of the world, uh, Michael Jordan's of the world, like yeah, Lance Armstrong. They yeah, just have a, it. Yeah, it's really interesting you brought up MJ because that's another person where just so like psychotically competitive. Where it's like, yep, can you be like that and be like a nice guy, you know what I mean? And like, keep that edge and like, be so driven. Like, I don't know. I think you have to, you're a vindictive asshole to be honest with Like, I just think that's like what propels you, you know? Right. It's like a, uh, like a level of, I don't want to say arrogance or cockiness, but kind of, you know, that most people aren't at, you know, it's like a, it's like a true arrogance. You know, I think a lot of people, they try to put off like a, Oh, I'm a badass, but truly they're, they know they're not that great on the inside, you know, it's just a supreme drive. Like when it all costs, like, yep. I'll do what the fuck ever it takes. I don't care. Yep. And I think, I think that's the issue. And then, um, I will say that, you know, he did kind of 
come off as an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I know off the road. Um, well, but he kind of talks about how like he had that like intensity, yep. like mentality on the bike. And then when he got off it, he couldn't turn it off, you know? Yep. Like that was just, that was just in him. Which is what they said about MJ as well. Yeah. That's what they said about MJ. But you know, what's funny is they said, um, I was listening to, um, side note, I was listening to, uh, um, I was listening to an interview, uh, with Kobe Bryant. And he said that was the difference between him and Jordan. He said when basketball was done, it ended. He wasn't like when he left the basketball court, like, yeah, he wanted to get better at basketball, but you know, when he played cards with someone, he wasn't that competitive. But when Michael Jordan played cards with someone, he was ultra competitive. It didn't, it didn't ever go away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the impression I got. I, yeah. I heard that interview, but like when Kobe died, you just hear people talking about like what a great family man he was and yep. you know, his philanthropy and not saying that MJ hasn't done a lot of good things too. Cause he has, but like, right. it seemed like, you know, Kobe, had that like killer intensity on the court, but when he got off of it, he was able to just kind of chill and seem like a really good dude. And I think it's rare, you know, and that's why people like Lance and MJ, they, they can't turn it off. That's just who they are. They're ingrained in it. And even at the beginning of the documentary, um, I don't know if you'd say Lance's stepdad, but the guy who adopted him um, said like, maybe I pushed him too hard. You know, he was right at the beginning. He's like, maybe I pushed him too hard, like to win, you know, at all costs, basically. And, um, you know, maybe that was, uh, maybe that was an issue. But I do think, um, in, in the, in the documentary, it still shows a lot of good. Yeah. Right. I mean, growth, personal growth, just, he realized that he was an asshole. Like he said it, but at the same point, the things he, he believed in, he, he's, he still stands stands by. He's not gonna back down. Right. Um, and he I mean, still hates just, his his old teammates. Yeah, but it's just crazy. Like, like he's he beats cancer. He yep. he's racing. He's you know doping like everyone is, yep. and he's winning and getting all this like fame and notoriety yep. because of the cancer. You know what I mean? Like yep. Americans don't usually pay too much attention to cycling. Like, I mean, if you win seven in a row, I guess you'd know you'd get some recognition but what really like made him so famous was the cancer because that's something like everyone can relate to yeah and you have people like asking you questions are you doping are you doping and you know this could all come crashing down if you get caught like the live strong foundation all the sponsorships with nike and everyone else like the u.s postal service like just the economy of it all is crazy and like someone accuses you you lie and now you're you're in it like there's yep. no real going back and yep. i don't know like he could have just lied when asked which is still wrong like you shouldn't lie but like mm-hmm. he was finger in your face go fuck yourself how dare you accuse me of such a thing when he was completely guilty the whole time you know yeah i think i think what really helped him was um he kind of put i think he kind of put america on the map yeah. for pro cycling. And even if you know, it was people all around the world that loved him. It wasn't just, you know, people in America. What's well, a story everyone could relate to. Yeah. And I think even if you take away take away the cancer, he had a like not that they didn't have a personality, but they even said like he had a personality, he's very outgoing, charismatic. Um they said like the uh, Landis, I can't think of it, Floyd Landis um said that, you know, most riders are are kind of introverted. They just love to ride. They're loners at heart. Yeah. And Armstrong was 
kind of the opposite of that. I mean, he was kind of a loner, but um, he was still very outspoken. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think he was, he was able to like be the leader of this, this huge thing, you well, know, like, and he speak, and he speaks English, yeah. and, which, you know, makes it a lot easier for obviously America to, to kind of buy into, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. But yeah, if I had to, um, oh, what I was going to tell you too, is I, back on the part that I think he was, he was a good person, um, at heart. Uh, I remember he did, there's that, that reporter, uh, that lady that was on a documentary and, um, I'm going to say that she was like bashing him the whole thing, but she definitely wasn't in his corner, but she did say that, um, I'm probably going to mess this up, but she went to a hospital with him when he was going to visit people who had cancer and she wanted to go into the room with him while he was talking to a kid or kids. And he said, no, that's, yeah. that's not what this is about. Um, I, I need to, this isn't what it's about. This isn't what I want. I want to go in there and, and left her out there. You know, if he wanted the publicity to make him look like a great guy, he could have easily brought her in there. I think she said too, he, he came out and he was like wrecked after, you know, like really took its toll on him. And it seemed like he, uh, like he wasn't just some figurehead. Like he no. could have easily just been like the poster boy for live strong and, you know, let everyone else do the work. But it seems like he really got his hands dirty and like was super involved. Yeah. He didn't make any money off the live strong organization either. Did he? I don't think so. Yeah. Not positive. But. I felt like they talked about that and he, he said that he wanted everything to go through the foundation. I mean, I'm sure he made enough money with, with everything. Well, else, I'm but. sure he like makes like when they like Nike makes a sweatshirt, I'm assuming that he made something off of that. Yeah. And then obviously the bigger his name is and he's riding Trek bicycle, which is like one of the top bicycle companies in the world. Um, you know, he's getting paid off for that, but yeah, he just, he just kind of, I think he, I think the documentary just kind of made him out to kind of just look like a, like an asshole. Yeah, that's not, that's kind of the vibe I got. Like, you know, everyone like, always has an angle, right? When they do a documentary, I always feel like they have an angle. Yeah. I felt like with the last dance, though MJ did come off as a dick, they were trying to paint MJ, which he is well, the greatest. I mean, he he had he had final cuts. So, right. I mean so there's always there a go. there's always a way, right? Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I do remember at the end of the documentary, they asked him, like, can you live with yourself? And he said, yeah, I can. And then the documentary just ended. Yeah. So I feel like they were trying to like plant a seed. Like he's just pathological and like whatever, but I don't know. I think it's kind of a, a cheap, you know, I don't know. I think it's more complicated than that. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. And what? like when you, when they talk to his kids too, they, I don't know. They all seem like, you know, good kids and seem to think highly of, mm -hmm. of Lance as their dad. And yep. Yeah, I, you can't you can't just sum him up as a bad guy. He did a lot of bad things, but did a lot of good too. And it's just a very super complicated. I mean, it's the craziest story ever. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it, I, I did, but I did think that you know they're always trying to lean one way with the documentary, but they did point out he was talking. So his son is or was um, a football player at Rice which I'm not really sure what that is in the country, but um, he's a football player at Rice, which I believe it's D1. Okay. And um, I don't know if he's a linebacker or whatever. 
and definitely not a cyclist. And he said he in the sunset, I, I didn't want to be a cyclist. I wanted to play football. It was like my own thing. Cause if I did cycling, then they're always going to compare, compare me to him. Right. Um, but I feel like they did try to make him look like an asshole. I which I guess he did do it himself as well, but he was given a speech in front of the whole rice football team and the coaches and stuff. They're all in the auditorium. And he goes, Oh, I love you guys. Especially love. Um, I think he said 45, number 45, right? Oh yeah. Then, then, then when he was done with the speech, his son goes, I'm, I'm 38 or 35, like his yeah, number. Well, I mean, his son, <laughs> his son said that he, he had been wearing 45 when they were doing, you know, training or oh, exhibition okay. games or like he was 45 at one point and he had switched and Lance oh, just didn't okay. know. Okay. So yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah. Overall, um, I thought uh, I thought it was a great documentary. I would watch it again. Would you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Good stuff, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on, uh, and I'm sure I'll have you on the next time I want to dish about a documentary. Yeah, this was fun. Definitely oh. do it again. Awesome, buddy. That's it for this episode of the Babbling Banter Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the ride. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your way out.